0: Thank you so much for joining me this week. We're going to talk a little bit about some steps we can take right now to make next year everything you want it to be. You'll find more information and links in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 326. Before we get into our topic, I do want to remind you that I am right now putting together the Productive Woman Mastermind Groups to kick off 2021 in a strong way. As a reminder, there are no more than five women in each group. We meet via Zoom one hour a week for 12 weeks and just provide support and encouragement and accountability to each other in identifying and pursuing the goals that matter most, brainstorming solutions, holding each other accountable. These are paid mastermind groups, facilitated by me personally. You will find information, some audio testimonials, and a link for the short online application on the Productive Woman website at theproductivewoman.com slash mastermind. As I said, though, groups are being formed now and they are filling up. Uh, I will do only two groups at the most Uh, for the first quarter of 2021. And uh, one of them is nearly full. There's only one spot left in it. The other one has a couple of spots left. So if this is something you think could help you get a strong start to the year, don't wait to check it out. Filling out the application does not obligate you in any way. It just starts the process and gives uh, me an opportunity to get to know you and to talk with you about what's involved in participating in a group so you can make a decision about whether to proceed. So again, check that out at theproductivewoman.com slash mastermind. I look forward to hearing from you. Okay, so this episode will be published just a couple of days before Christmas, and I'm actually recording it only a a few days before it will be published. This is a time of year when I typically spend some time reflecting on the past year, setting intentions, setting goals, however you (laughs) want to describe it for the coming new year, thinking about what I want the year to be. And I thought it was a good time to talk about a process for doing that. This is kind of the process that I use each year. I've talked about it before. It gets, you know, finessed a little bit, um, tweaked a little bit each year. And so I thought I'd share with you that process that maybe it'll help you as you think about what you want to accomplish in 2021. And so there are kind of four Elements to this process that I will talk about in this episode. The first is to remember. The second is to dream. The third is to evaluate. And the fourth is to plan. And so let's just talk about what that means. And I suggest, and I'll put all of this kind of an outline of this in the show notes. If you want to print it out and take it with you, if you want to go through this process, I recommend, you know, finding a time when you have some quiet, if, if there is such a thing this time of year for you, but make some time, a half hour, hour or so, grab a cup of hot chocolate or coffee or whatever you your winter beverage of choice is or it's if it's not winter for you, your summer beverage of choice for those of you in the southern hemisphere sit down with a notepad and pen and think about these things And so the first step is to remember to remind yourself of what's happened this year in your life specifically And I would say start with making a list of the highlights of this year write down the best things that have happened to you. Yes, I know it's been a tough year for all of us. First of all, this process can apply in any year, but it certainly still applies in 2020 as we're, you know, coming through one of the most strange years we've ever (laughs) experienced for most of us. But good things have happened. So write those down. What are the best things that have happened to you this year? For us in my household. I mentioned before our daughter got married and now she and her husband are expecting their first child in the first part of next year. Uh, We started construction on a studio building for my husband, kind of his man cave. He's an engineer by day. He does mechanical engineering work for a defense contractor in the airspace field, but he's a musician by gifting. And he was a musician when I met him him. He has been his whole life. And so for the first time, we're in a position to put together for him a space where all his music gear and all the work that he does and podcast editing and music composing and arranging and all that stuff will have a home, a, a really nice home. And it'll have some guest space in it too, uh, in the loft uh, above his studio. So anyway, that's one of the good things that's happened. And I've been taking pictures and video and enjoying that. But that is something I would write on the list. And there are lots of other things. Our our younger son finishing his master's degree and some of those sorts of things. So think of all the, the best things that have happened to you this year, big or small, and make a list of those. Also on that list, make a list of your accomplishments this year. What things have you accomplished, big or small? And, you know, maybe give yourself an extra pat on the back because of the difficulties of this year. You have accomplished things, whether it's, you know, was reorganizing your pantry or starting a new job or starting school or homeschooling your kids or, you know, whatever things you've accomplished this year, write those things down. And maybe spend a little time thinking about the lessons you've learned from this year, from the good and the bad things that have happened. We talked about that just last week in episode 325. And so... You know, what are your lessons, the two or three things that stand out in your mind that you've learned about yourself, about the people around you, about the world, about life in general, whatever lessons you've learned, write those down, make a record of those things for your own sake. Nobody needs to see this, but you, Uh, but I think it's important to start with that. So remember, that's the first step in setting those intentions and, and setting yourself up for a good new year is remembering the good things that happened this year. The second step then is to dream. And, and really the question I'm asking myself this year, and I, I offer this to you as something maybe you want to think about is where do you want to be this time next year? what would you like to be able to list as highlights and accomplishments for 2021? You know, when you get to this point next year at the end of December, what would you like your list of highlights and accomplishments and lessons to look like? Think about that, write those things down. So spend some time envisioning what you want from this coming year. Picture yourself Uh, get an image in your mind of yourself at this time next year, sitting where you're sitting right now while you're working on your, your plan, but looking back on 2021, or if you're listening to this in a later year, looking back on the year you just completed. And think about these things. Imagine this. How do you feel? How do you want to feel at that point in your life? Who are you with? what are you celebrating and what memories are you savoring? Spend some time just dreaming and picturing those things in all areas of your life, whether it's business or professional health, both physical and mental and emotional relationships, hobbies, whatever areas you want to think about picture yourself at the end of the next year. And who do you want to be at that point? How do you want to be feeling? What do you want to be celebrating? And what memories do you want to savor? Now, remember, we can't predict the best things. They often surprise us. And so you always want to leave room for the unexpected joys. But this part of this process is is an exercise in just letting your imagination go crazy. So don't limit yourself. Imagine the possibilities, even if they seem remote, if you find yourself saying, Oh, well, that could never happen. This is not the time for that kind of thought. Don't limit your imagination. Write it all down as you close your eyes with that cup of hot chocolate or coffee or whatever you're you're doing and picturing yourself a year from now what are the possibilities if anything could happen for you what would you like it to be where would you like to be this time next year so that's the dream segment of this and i've you know i've got some dreams that i'm kind of noodling on and and thinking about and Uh, you know, I'm dreaming about what, what my physical condition will be like and what my, my legal practice will be like, what will be happening with the productive woman a year from now. And I'll share a little bit of that here at the end of this episode, but you know, all those things, what do I want to have happen with my family this coming year? And for me, an easy way to kind of daydream that kind of stuff is just to imagine myself looking back on the year and saying to myself, Oh, this year, my family did this. And I did these things with respect to my own physical and mental health. Uh, Here's what I did with my profession. And again, don't limit yourself. I know we can't even imagine all the good things that might happen in our lives in the coming year. But you know, it's fun to try. So that's step two. The first step, remember, was to remember, remind yourself of the good things that have happened and the things you're celebrating, the things you've accomplished and the lessons you've learned from this this year that's ending now. The second step is to dream about where you want to be this time next year. Then the third step for me is to evaluate what I've been doing, what I want to do. So thinking about what's happened this year and kind of uh, the beginning images of where I want to be this time next year, think about the the ways I've spent my time and my energy and my attention this year and ask myself, and I encourage you to consider this as well. Ask yourself these three questions. First of all, what do you want to keep doing? What have you been doing this year that you want to keep doing. So for me, one of those things is I have been working out regularly on the treadmill. I want to keep doing that because I've been making progress and getting healthier and more physically fit, which is important to me. I turned 60 years old this year and, you know, I've shared this before. I had a little bit of an awakening when I had my physical and my doctor told me uh, my cholesterol numbers and some other things were not good. And that kickstarted me towards making better choices about what I do with my body One of those is getting on that treadmill almost every day. Uh, I, I will not say I enjoy doing it. Some days I do, but most of the time I don't. I don't like to sweat. I don't like to breathe hard. I don't like to work that hard. But I, I love how I feel after I've done it. And I love the progress that I've been making in my physical health because of that. So I want to keep doing that. That's just one of the things in one area of my life that I want to keep doing. What are the things you've been doing this year that you want to keep doing? Is it Getting together with friends? Is it um, you know, making certain things you're doing in your profession? Is it something you've been doing in your house? Whatever it is, make a list of those things. Identify those things that you've been doing this year that you want to keep doing in the year to come. Then the next question to ask yourself is what do you want to start doing? What's something you haven't been doing that you want to start doing that will help move you towards that vision of yourself? this time next year. So for me, one of the things that I've been thinking about that kind of goes with where I want to be this time next year, one of the things I want to start doing is reaching out more regularly and more consistently to old friends and new friends, like sending cards or, you know, scheduling calls. That's a real vague kind of thing. And something I'm going to be doing in the the next couple of weeks is really pinning down how I'm going to do that, making a goal out of it in terms of what do I want to do and how often and when am I going to do it? But that I want to strengthen existing relationships and build new ones with people who are nearby and those who are far away by connecting with them more regularly. So that's something I want to start doing in the coming year. And then the third question, uh, to ask yourself is what do you want to stop doing? What's something you've been doing or what are some things you've been doing this year? Uh, both actions and thoughts or whatever that you don't want to carry into the next year. They're not serving you anymore. Whether it's overscheduling your calendar, something tangible like that, or something maybe a little more esoteric. One of the things I've realized I want to stop doing in this coming year is limiting myself by my own doubts in my abilities and in the relationships I have with other people and, and what they'll think of me. So that's something I've written on my list of things I want to stop doing. And I will, you know, be working on, on taking very specific action to overcome that tendency I have to limit myself, to talk myself out of trying so to speak. So what are some things you want to stop doing this coming year? Write those things down. I plan to post them uh, in my office or somewhere to remind myself that I've made a decision that I'm going to keep doing certain things and I'm going to start doing some new things and I'm going to stop doing some things that no longer serve me. So that's the evaluation piece of this process for me. And then the fourth step is to plan. So we remember, we dream, we evaluate, and we plan. I wish I was better at coming up with really cool acronyms for things like this, but I'm just not very, or, you know, words that all start with the same letter or something like that. I'm just not very good at that. And so, you know, it is what it is. But the fourth step after I've reminded myself of what's happened this year, and I've dreamed about what could happen in the coming year and what I would like to happen so that I am at the end of next year in the place that I want to be. And I've evaluated my habits and my routines and my uh, things that I do and, and determined what I want to keep doing, start doing and stop doing. Then I come to the step of planning with that picture in your mind of where you want to be next year. Think about this question how do I get from here to there? That's really the basic question that drives planning for me. There's a destination I have in mind and I've evaluated where I am right now. How do I get from where I sit today to where I want to be this time next year? And, and, you know, extending that question, really the, the questions become what needs to change And what do I need to do to change it? So in this planning process, and we'll talk about this more in episodes to come, and we've talked about it in the past. I'll try to put links in the show notes to previous episodes where we've talked about planning and goal setting and some of those sorts of things. That's kind of what I'm talking about here, but it's with a purpose. It's with a destination in mind in doing that. Remember to focus on your actions, things that you can do. You might not be able to change your circumstances, and you certainly can't change other people, but you can change your actions, your mindset, and your thoughts. So remember, as you plan for the steps to take to get from here to there, don't count on other people in your life changing. Don't count on your circumstances changing. Focus on what you can do. The the actions you can take to get you from where you are today to where you want to be a year from now. Also remember that our habits matter most. What we do regularly makes a much bigger difference than what we do occasionally. So think about your habits. And that goes back to that evaluation step and some of the things we've we've talked about in the past about habits, those things we do routinely almost without thinking, really start to notice those and think about which ones are serving you and which ones aren't. And so as you think about what you want to start doing, for instance, in the coming year, choose one new habit to focus on just for the first quarter of the year for January, February, and March, just one that will make a big difference in terms of the vision you have in mind for this coming year, for the destination you have in mind for this time next year. What is one habit that you can develop and nurture and, and really cultivate that would make a huge difference in getting from here to there. Choose just one and focus on that for the first three months of the year, the first 90 days. And then, you know, we'll, we'll revisit it at the end of that first quarter and maybe, maybe pick a new one because by three months, if you really, focus on one new productive habit, whether it's working out regularly, whether it's uh, making sales calls, you know, three days a week or, you know, whatever, whatever goal you have in mind, whatever destination you have in mind, whatever's the most important component of that destination you have in mind for this time next year, what habit can you cultivate that will make the biggest difference in helping you progress toward that and and then focus on that for the first first quarter and decide right now when are you going to do that how are you going to develop that habit how often whatever this thing is, how often is it that you're going to do it? What days will you do it? What time of day will you do it? Really pin down just for that one habit, not everything in the world. You're not going to do a complete overhaul of your life in January. That's, we've all tried that. We know it doesn't work. It's not sustainable. It doesn't last. Right now you're just going to pick that one habit, but it's a habit you're choosing intentionally with your ultimate destination in mind. When are you going to do it? How often? What day and what time? And what current habit will you tie it to? What is something you already do routinely? So maybe, maybe your goal, I should have thought about this ahead of time. Maybe you've got a part of your vision for this time next year has to do with your mindset and being more positive and more, you know, upbeat or or whatever. And so maybe a habit you want to develop is reciting affirmations and you could tie that to Um, something else you do while maybe you have a cup of coffee every morning, you can decide that while you drink your first cup of coffee in the morning, you're going to read out loud to yourself, the affirmations, the positive affirmations that you've written that you've chosen to help kind of change your mindset from the negative side to the more positive side, if that's something you want to work on. That's just an example. It's probably not a very good one, but you get my point. For me, uh, maybe one habit I want, I want to add strength training to my workout. I've gotten pretty consistent about being on the treadmill for 30 to 40 minutes a day. And so maybe I will, I haven't thought this through entirely, but one habit I want to add is regular strength training. And so I've been researching some things I can do here at home since I can't really get to a gym and I will tie that habit. I'll do that maybe three days a week and I will tie it to my treadmill time. As soon as I get off the treadmill, I will do, you know, these, these four strength training exercises that I've researched. That's another example of how you can tie a new habit you want to develop to an existing habit that you already have. The other piece of doing this, of planning, is to choose of all the things that you've envisioned for the destination this time next year, choose one. Maybe the thing that's most important to you or that resonates most with you but the most important thing you want to have accomplished by this time next year, and then just reverse engineer it and break it down into small pieces. So if I want to be settled in a new job by this time next year, when do I want to start that job? Maybe put it on the calendar if I want to start a new job by that day, when do I have to start the job search? And what are the pieces of this? What resources do I need to accomplish this? If I want to have written a book by this time next year, what day do I want to finish it? Put that on the calendar. I will finish my manuscript by such and such date? When do I need to start in order to do that? How many words or pages a day would I need to write if I write, you know, seven days a week, if I can only write five days a week, whatever it is, start breaking it down and figuring it that way. If I want to be at my ideal weight by this time next year, uh, how much do I need to lose or gain each month? When do I need to start, and what do I need to do to make that happen? Break it down into monthly, weekly, daily. What do I need to do to get that accomplished? That whatever that particular goal is. If I want to spend next year's holidays at a ski resort or on the beach. When do I need to book the reservations? How much money do I need to save each, each month or each week? You know, set those timetables in place. And then of course, whatever this thing is that you're going to be moving toward, uh, to, to achieve that vision you have of yourself this time next year, the important step is when you've identified the actions you need to take, the goal you have in mind, Then identify the obstacles. Is it time? Is it money? Is it other people? Is it your own fear or lack of confidence? What are the obstacles that could get between you and this vision you have of yourself this time next year? identify all those obstacles, write them down. And then for each one, brainstorm actions you can take to overcome them when they arrive. If it's, you know, for me, a lot of times the obstacles are internal mindset issues. Um, and I can identify those, write them down and then uh, identify specific actions I can take when I start to feel that way or think that way. What is something specific I can do? Can I call a friend to give me a pep talk? Can I uh, list all the, the things that I've done that are even harder than this thing that I'm trying to do now? Whatever you c- can do, just you know brainstorm a list of them, no matter how crazy they might seem to you. you don't know what might help make a difference when those obstacles arise. So that's the process I have in mind, um, this kind of the way I'm thinking of it this year. If you've listened to me for very long, for very many years, you know that the last couple of weeks of each year, I spend time looking back and looking forward and going through this. And this year is kind of how I'm structuring it or thinking about the process, remembering the past year, dreaming about where I want to be this time next year, evaluating what I want to keep doing, start doing, and stop doing with that end goal in mind, and then planning. And um, so that's the process that I do. One area where I've been applying this process this year is in connection with the productive woman and the things I'm doing here with the podcast and the community. I've been looking at what's been best about this year and previous years and dreaming about what else I can do to build community with you and to, to serve the productive woman community better. And and I've got a lot of things I'm noodling on, a couple of things I'm thinking about. I, I thought I'd share with you some of them I'm kind of excited about. I'm going to be doing something really new with the podcast, or it's new for me, I mean, new for The Productive Woman in 2021. As you know, in the past, I have a guest about once a month, and we talk about how they are managing their own lives and making a life that matters, dealing with the struggles and the, the things that work for them. But this year I'm doing a new series with guests. I'm calling it the productive living series. It'll be a recurring series, kind of like our productive reading series that we do. And the productive living series will feature special guests, uh, women with expertise in specific areas that are important to us as women who want to be productive and who want to make lives that matter. So, uh, these will be women who have uh, expertise or information to share in particular areas like professional development, health and wellness, money relationships, parenting, creativity. Um, I'll be talking to women who are nutritionists, who are financial experts, who are fitness professionals, who are physicians, who are creatives and more. I'm really looking forward to sharing those conversations with you. I've already interviewed, uh, you know, recorded a couple of those interviews, have some more scheduled and I, I haven't figured out kind of how I'm going to space them yet and how, what order they'll be in. But I'm looking forward to sharing those with you in the coming year. And, you know, while I'm talking about it, if there are any topics you'd especially like me to cover in this productive, living series, please let me know. Shoot me an email at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. And, you know, I'll look for the right expert. Or if you know of someone who has some expertise, a woman who has some expertise in one of these areas that are relevant to our productivity and making a life that matters, let me know who they are and what topics you'd like me to talk about. And I will fold that into the series as it comes along. So that's one thing that I'm I'm excited about for the coming year. The second thing is mastermind groups. I have found them to be so effective in helping the women who participate, identify and achieve the goals that matter most to them and also to building community, which is really important to me. It's something I really want to do. I didn't do as many mastermind groups this year. You know, we finished one up in the fall and uh, it was pretty, pretty great experience. But anyway, I hope to do more of those this year. Uh, I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I'm, I'm, uh, putting together the groups for this winter session, uh, winter up north anyway, but January, February, March, a uh, few spaces left. So feel free to check in with me if if that sounds like something you'd like to participate in. But I, I hope to do more also later in the year. And then the third thing I have in mind is uh, something I've mentioned before, and that's the in-person planning retreat. I am still hoping to do this. I really wanted to do it. Uh, before this year ended, uh, so we could work together on, you know, our individual plans for the coming year. But with COVID restrictions and all that was going on, the timing just didn't seem right. But I do plan to do at least one in 2021. This will be a small group of women, no more than four women plus me who will meet here at my home in North Texas for, I think a long weekend, you know, like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday of a little bit of teaching on productivity and goal setting and those sorts of things, a little bit of coaching, a little bit of masterminding and uh, meeting together and then individual planning and definitely some relaxing and restoration time. I've got some fun things planned for that. Uh, and so, if this is something you're interested in, um, some people have already reached out to me about that, and uh, it is still something I want to do. Uh, so, if it's something you're interested in doing, um, shoot me an email again at feedback at theproductivewoman.com just to let me know you're interested. It does not obligate you, it doesn't commit you in any way, and I'll be in touch as the plans develop anyway that those are some things that i've been thinking about that have come out of this this year end process for me this year with respect to the productive woman community obviously i have other areas of my life my health my legal practice my family and those sorts of things but this is just one area where that process has been uh, helping me kind of firm up ideas for the coming year this year has been difficult for a lot of us and It's tempting to write off this year and just say, well, next year will be better. But I do think it's important while looking forward to remember that it's not our circumstances that determine whether a year is a good one or a bad one, whether it's a productive one or an unproductive one. It's our own choices about how to think about the circumstances and our own choices about what to do in and with the circumstances we are faced with. Next year will only be good if we choose to make it so, and if we take action on purpose to make it so. And so it's not just a matter of saying this year sucked and next year has to be better. We've got to choose to make it better and we've got to take action to make it better. And the other thing I wanted to make you think about or remind us all about is this that looking to the future doesn't have to replace or interfere with being in the moment. We can still savor today and celebrate today, even while dreaming and planning for tomorrow. And a final thought I wanted uh, to share with you, a quote I came across from a person named Mike Dooley. I have no idea who it is. I I didn't, uh, didn't research who he is, but a quote that's attributed to him really kind of spoke to me and it's something I think we can all keep in mind and this is it life's not about expecting hoping and wishing it's about doing being and becoming and so i hope that you will take that to heart and whether you use the process i've described in this episode or some other process Uh, spend some time over these holidays and between, you know, between Christmas and New Year's to think about what you want to do, who you want to be and who you want to become in the coming year. So those are my thoughts on this. What do you think? Where do you want to be this time next year? And what's the first step you'll take to get there? I'd love it if you'd share your answers to those questions or your thoughts about the things I talked about on this episode. You can do that in the comment section of the show notes for this episode, which you will find at theproductivewoman.com slash 326, or you can post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page if you're a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, uh, definitely that's a great place to share these, your dreams for the coming year and uh, what action you're going to take to accomplish that. If you'd rather share your thoughts with me privately, you can email those answers or your any other questions or comments to me at feedback at the and I'd love to hear from you. Um, One last reminder, if the support and accountability of a small group of like-minded women might help you move forward toward your goals in this coming year, there is still that space or two open in the Productive Woman Mastermind group starting soon after the first of the year. So visit theproductivewoman.com slash mastermind for more information and a link to the short online application. And that is it for this episode of the Productive Woman. As always, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I I hope you found something in it that is helpful to you. I look forward to hearing from you and to talking with you again very, very soon. So until next time, please accept my very best wishes for a Merry Christmas and a happy holiday season. And remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter.